and then then you can take a heat like a blow dryer or heat gun and you can kind of like make sure it looks like there's no way yet you've got anything out of it so now you have vodka with you <laughs> in your pack of water and if, if you can get a few of them it can last you the whole Bro, time and are you, you don't have to spend as much money on alcohol so <laughs> We're supposed to be role models. <laughs> hey, I I've never done it. I've just heard, and it you could literally be, just it had to be If someone wants to do it, I don't know. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Declamation of Independence podcast. My name is Logan. And I'm Austin, and we are 35 minutes into this podcast, and yet you've only listened to just over a minute. Um, That is because all we do is mess up, laugh at each other, have to restart. But that is not why we haven't had an episode in over like a month and a half, it seems like. Um, We've had other technical issues, and (laughs) it's been a nightmare. Logan, you want to go ahead and explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, so uh, actually, thank you for for asking. No, I would not like to talk about it. So let's move on to the actual podcast. Um, Yeah, so basically what had happened was um, when you're as big of podcast stars as we are, um, we do the editing ourselves because mama didn't raise a fool. And if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. So we do the editing ourselves, and we have actually recorded this episode probably – three and a half to four times and uh every time the audio has been off so if you've made it this far you've obviously heard the intro to the podcast that we like to do um and in our intro you can clearly hear that we're talking over each other um which is funny because it it was actually like it is now austin and i did not talk over each other but the way that the audio messed up somehow um it layered us over each other and it was just completely um, unusable. So we've recorded it again. It happened again. We think that we've solved the solution uh, because, again, we're we're pro- we're podcast professionals, as you can tell that I can clearly talk and, and pronounce podcast. Um, so, being that we're podcast professionals, we we think that we have learned from our mistakes and, and figured out what the cause is. Uh, but yeah, we had every intention of staying up to date with our podcast. We didn't mean to, you know, have our last one. Uh, back in 2017 take three years to get out but moving forward we do plan on sticking to our usual schedule of getting one out per week at least Um, so thank you guys we're sorry for the for the break hopefully in the process um, you guys had time to read multiple books or do your taxes and things that people normally put off Um, but speaking of our last podcast back in 2014 austin uh during the editing process for that, you and I had both noticed that there was a mistake in that podcast, and we left it in as kind of like a little bit of an Easter egg, and being that our last podcast was, again, four years ago, um, you guys probably don't remember what that mistake was, but Austin, why don't you tell the people what had happened, what did we leave in, um, little things like that. Yeah, um, yeah, you probably don't remember it, it has been a while. But uh, I definitely do remember it because <laughs> I've had to do this like four or five times and I feel like I'm being punished for it. So like, hopefully we can move on from this mistake and keep going. But yeah, so if you remember the last podcast, 
we were talking about marriage with Valentine's Day, things like that. And I made some uh, Bible references. The one Bible reference I made where I made a mistake by um, using someone else's name, it was when uh, Peter, not Paul, like I said in the podcast, when Peter um, denied that he knew Jesus three times. And that was a big part of, of the Bible, the New Testament. I mean, the first books say that same story. Nothing's changed. It says Peter, not Paul. I get that mistake often. I don't know why. I guess they're kind of similar names to me. But uh, yeah, so um, just so you know, it is Peter, not Paul, who denied Jesus three times. Um, so yeah, it's that's it. Um, if you ever tell any stories about it, now you know. Um, and if you read yourself, you'll catch that yourself as well. Um, but... On to the, this podcast. I'm not talking about that last podcast that we did 20,000 times. Mm-hmm. We are talking about something new. <laughs> it's something that just happened, actually. You actually invited, Logan invited uh, my wife and I to a cruise. Mm-hmm. And that cruise is in a couple years. Um, so this whole podcast, this episode not the whole podcast so episode will be kind of more about the cruise so if 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 any of you aren't like familiar with like a cruise um you'll hear all kinds of information um a lot of things that i have no idea about i do now because i've heard this twenty thousand times but (laughs) it's uh it's all good stuff i'm sure we'll have some uh new things that we'll be talking about because a lot of the times we really freestyle these conversations where we'll find jokes here and there that Mm-hmm. We never did before, so it'll happen, so it'll be good, uh, but I have a ton of questions for you, Logan, on um, cruises, because I know you've been on one, but you seem like you're a professional, and that you could be a salesperson for a specific cruise line. <laughs> yes, yes, and and thank you for, for segueing into that. For any of our listeners now, if you go to carnivalcruise.com and book one of these cruises, either with a travel agent or by yourself, be sure to put in the Declamation of Independence um, in the coupon code and you will receive 10% off. I know it sounds crazy, but being that we are a very big deal in the podcast world, we are able to offer 10% off any cruise if you go into Carnival Cruise um, online and put in Declamation of Independence code. Now, Yes, Austin, I am very familiar with cruises, and the main reason is because my wife and I are just rich. Um, I have only been on one, but I could have afforded to go on one at any point in my life because I am a very, very rich and wealthy man. Um, So yeah, the cruise that we went on was a seven-day cruise for for Carnival Cruise. Um, And again, we we get a percentage back, so please go to to their website and and be sure to add our names in there. but yeah, so when when my wife and I had went on the last cruise, we went to the Caribbean. It was a seven-day cruise because we don't do anything less than five days uh, because, again, we're filthy rich. And so, yeah, we figured that we would ask um, and see if you and Sydney wanted to come out and, and join us on this cruise. Now, it's actually going to be a family cruise for me. Um, but I was looking to have some friends come along because the more the merrier. Now, the ship that we're going to be on is going to be the Mardi Gras, um, which is, I believe, Carnival's newest ship. Uh, I believe it's 15 stories tall. And 
the cruise is set for two years out. So it's in 2022. It gives people who aren't in the same uh, financial class as my wife and I plenty of time to, to, <laughs> to go through and save up money for the cruise. Um, but yeah, so, so you talked to Sydney and you were interested. You guys are both interested in going on the cruise. Is that correct? Yeah, no, we've always wanted to. Um, we lived actually in Florida for almost five years, right there in Tampa where cruises leave, and we never went on one. It just, and they're cheap too. A lot of them are really cheap, and we're not super rich like, like you are. Yeah. So, yeah, just we just don't have the money that's rolling around like you do that you just mm-hmm. throw away and do whatever you want with, you know. So, mm-hmm. we aren't, we didn't go on them, even though they're super cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, we've been on other different vacations. Um, it just never was a cruise, and we've always wanted to. But uh, I'm, I'm really happy that it is two years out because I have this whole dad bod going on right now, and <laughs> I'm not a dad, you know. So it's not it's not a good look. So hopefully, this two years of time will give me enough time to get back into shape. You know, maybe I can actually feel comfortable on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so yeah that that's that's nice that's a nice aspect of it but uh yeah we're definitely we're happy about it <laughs> we're definitely excited um but what i want to do is i want to start from like a beginning of the cruise experience and these are the questions i want to have for you and for any listeners who have never been on a cruise just like me what is the first step of even booking a cruise like you're in michigan mm-hmm. so what do you do like what's the process like the first step is to have enough money, Austin, and that's something that I have plenty of. Um, after that first step, if you would like, you you can absolutely hire somebody to do it for you, uh, which is what I prefer to do. My wife and I are extremely lazy, so we prefer everybody to do things for us. Um, but the first step, if you can't afford to hire somebody, would be to, and I'm sorry for your loss, but would be to go online and find whatever cruise that you're interested in. Um, so, for example, this one that I had invited you to was one that actually my mom had told me about um, because their carnival celebrating their 50th birthday or something um, in 2022. So there's going to be like an extra little thing where they put these boats out in the middle of the ocean. They're, I believe there's going to be five cruise ships and they're going to anchor them down and kind of like like a pentagon. Um, and then there's just going to be like a big party there for, I, I have no idea how many hours, but, um, so that's why we, another reason why we had planned it two years out along with the fact that, um, my family, for example, I believe I've mentioned before that I have three older brothers and getting our schedules to align is, is quite hard. Um, not to mention when you put it out two years in advance, it gives people not only time to request it off. But it also gives people time to save money if they're not rich and wealthy like I am. Um, but, yeah, so step one is going to be to find the cruise. After you find the cruise, you can book it um, at CarnivalCruise.com with the coupon code De- Declamation of Independence. Uh, but you book the cruise, and then you can start looking at flights. So when you're looking at flights, obviously, we, we've always preferred round trip. Um, we've always preferred round trip. Uh, then, then you get to Florida or wherever the port is that you're leaving out of. Um, and this one is out of, I believe, Port Canaveral, which is Orlando. Uh, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. 
you said you got book a flight, but for you, you just took your private jet, right? Why would you book a flight? Oh, yes, yes. Thank you. I completely forgot about that. It's because it was in the shop and I had another cheaper jet waiting for me. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to I'm trying to relate to the people. So most people, you know, fly fly coach, and I if I fly in a private jet, it's always first class. Um, but yeah, if you're an average Joe, if you're a plain Jane, um, yeah, book a flight. If not, for for me and my wife and I, we had we had our our private jet and our our, our pilot um, our our pilot. <laughs> Maverick, um, take us. Oh, uh, there you go. Our pilot Maverick take us to the Tom Cruise spot in in Florida. So, um, yeah, we. Um, so, if, if you're not rich, you you book the flight, but you get down to the port, and you know you can only bring on a certain amount of things. One thing that you might not know is that apparently on cruise lines, or at least on Carnival, which is where I'm the salesperson for, um, you can bring on one bottle of wine per cabin. And none of us, like none of my brothers and I have drank wine. So my mom does, and she actually like gave each one of us a bottle, um, which is totally legal. And then when we got on the cruise, she had like five bottles of wine. Uh, so she didn't have to buy drinks for quite some time. Yeah, that's uh, that's super smart, and that's funny how they only allow wine. Like, why? What's what's wine compared to like a bottle of like liquor? Why can't one person bring a bottle of liquor or something? Why does it have to be wine? So that's that's kind of funny. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> now listen, I'm just a salesman. Okay, I I'm, I don't set the <laughs> rules. I'm sure it has something to do with the coronavirus, but I, I'm not entirely sure what <laughs> um <laughs> what the reasonings are for it. But yeah, you, you are allowed Although, to <laughs> speaking of the coronavirus, um, cruise ships are a no-no right now because of the coronavirus. But you could think positive of it. You could go on a cruise ship right now and be quarantined on a cruise ship for way longer than your vacation time. Uh-huh. Not only are you on a cruise ship <laughs> uh-huh. and on vacation, it's extended because now you're stuck on it. Mm-hmm. because they're not going to let you off. So think positive of it, you know? You know, that that's one of the tricks to the trade. You can obviously tell that this is this is some sort of, like, reverse sales pitch. Um, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure what the what's going on right now. But, yeah, yeah, no, I, I love that. So you, you think about it um, logically, and, and you might be able to get more out of your vacation because there's nothing your employer can say if you're stuck out of the country. Now, realistically, this is two years out, so um, chances are, I'm sure this whole scare about the coronavirus is going to go away um, by Mm -hmm. then, but if it doesn't, I'm sure everything will be okay. Um, But yeah, so so step one's booking the flight, going back to your question, (laughs) and uh, if, if you don't own a jet, and making it there, packing your bags, things like that. Uh, then when you get on, depending on how your stops are, you might have like one or two days at sea before you even reach your first port, uh, which is what my wife and I had happen on, on the last cruise that we went on. Um, yeah, we I believe we had two days at sea before we even reached our first stop, and our first stop was St. Martin. Um, 
so yeah, you get on and it gives you time to explore the boat. I actually kind of prefer that because then you can kind of see all the local food joints and the different decks and some of the things that are going on. So one of the things I don't know if you've noticed is that ship Mardi Gras actually has a roller coaster on it. Um, now I know previously you have a little bit of PTSD from roller coasters just because you were never allowed on them because you still haven't reached the maximum, excuse me, the minimum height requirements. So if they allow you on, if they allow kids on these roller coasters, would you be interested in going on that? Yes, I would. That'd be, uh, that'd be really fun. And you know, what's funny about that is when I was younger, I did have that problem when I actually had to put like tissue in my shoes and try to be tall enough to get on a stupid roller coaster. <laughs> but uh, I know they also have a like a, a height. They also have like a height limit. Like if you ever, <laughs> if you, it's gonna be hard for me to even say this because it's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is if you have like a height limit and like a super long. <laughs> Bear with me. A super long neck. And when you when you when you go under like the roller when you go under the roller coaster, there's a good chance that you could be that your head could be taken off. So there's a big time safety concern with that. And this is hard for me to finish this, but I'm gonna keep going with it. And we're not editing it because that's the full are you spectrum? Are you calling me a giraffe? Is that what I think so. Right okay. At least, yes. At least when they took my phone, you are my license. You can't see my feet and my license. <laughs> no, just your Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, man. All right. So on to the series note. Of a cruise ship, which we're gonna get at because this we have had a lot of jokes this whole thing. I don't know um, what you're talking about. Everything that we've said has been 100 percent serious. <laughs> you use use the Declaration of Independence. <clears throat> Absolutely. But uh you're talking about a roller coaster. Yeah, it that that's crazy to think about that. Um if you go to like a carnival or anything like that, like I don't even go near the roller coaster. <laughs> And I kind of feel the same way. <laughs> it's not because of the height. It's because they put it up within like two minutes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have like the pancake and, and, gym <laughs> problem. Hey, Every, exactly. Everybody can do it. Everybody gets picked before you. And you're just sitting here like, guys, <laughs> I'm the only one left. Exactly. Yeah. And if, if anyone needs any apples picked out of the tree. <laughs> They call you okay. in. I am six, but I am not a giant. It's just because you're built like Gary Coleman <laughs> doesn't make me a giant, okay? Just because you ever seen that Burger King commercial where the person has tiny hands? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Oh, that's I me. I know. You, you hand modeled for that. That was your first job. I got, yes. Uh, yes, yes, it was. Um, I do have small hands, and I've made that joke several times. You know what they say about a guy with so, small hands? What do they say? You can't get on roller coasters because it can't hold the bar. (laughs) And as you guys can see, this is precisely why we can't get episodes out. Set aside audio issues. Anytime we record, it takes way too long 
to get any of this out because we consistently make some forms of comedy um, throughout and we, we try and crack each other up and, and one up each other. Um, but back to the serious note about me being filthy rich and, and a cruise ship extraordinaire. Um, so yeah, I, when this one has a, this one has a, a, I wonder if people listening to this, just side note, let, let, just because we haven't gone off the rails yet. I wonder if people listening to this are going to think that we're either super high <laughs> or super stupid um, for not being able to follow the most simplest task of, of talking about cruise ships. Um, one of the one of the magic things about our podcast is we we legitimately do not take notes, and the most that we talk about, like what we're going to talk about, is it's about five minutes before we record. I'll be like, "So, Austin, you want to talk about cruise ships today?" And you'll you'll say, "Yeah, sure." Um, so none of this is premeditated. You guys, every time we record, it is a hundred percent raw. It's 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 authentic. However, for this episode, I think that we're going a little stir crazy because we've done this three times. So we kind of know what's being said, which is what makes it that much funnier. Uh, because I know exactly what Austin's going to say and how he's going to react to me saying something. Um, so Austin, get back, get back to the Tom Cruise for everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, um, seriously, with a cruise, I know you talked about kind of like a lot of the different restaurants on there now do you have to pay for those on the cruise well i did talk about a lot of the different restaurants on the the previous two options i don't think i've mentioned it so far um so yeah on on the cruise ship that i went on last there was a buffet there was a diner there was guy fieri's burger joint there was um, a place called the blue iguana which was my favorite um and then there was there's a pizza joint that you could get pizza, um, and then deli. I don't think I've seen deli yet, and a smokehouse. So on the ship that I was on, which I believe was the Breeze Carnival Breeze, um, it had all of those. All of those were entirely um, inclusive. So whenever you book your room um, using that discount code, you can get those options for free. The only one on the ship that we had. Um, that you would have to pay for was a sushi joint. So if you wanted like fresh seafood, I believe they also had like salmon and things like that. Um, or sushi, you would have to pay for that. Other than that, everything else is totally inclusive. Um, most people, when they would get off at ports and for example, like us, when we went to Puerto Rico uh, on the buffet, they would, you know, like label out or set out bottles and learn things. Normally you would just grab that and then, maybe like a pack of nuts or a Nutri-Grain bar or something and bring those with you. Uh, but yeah, everything's all inclusive. There are a few spots and a, a few different places that you would have to pay for. Um, for example, also on the cruise that we were on, they had a massage parlor, or I guess it would be a spa. Um, and that you did have to pay for if you wanted either a massage or um, I don't know what else they do at spas, I guess. Uh, like hot rock things, yeah, stuff like that? that. Any like any spa, manicure, really. pedicure, like they they do that mm-hmm. things like that. Okay, yeah. Um. So, 
with the food, everything being free and you can eat it besides like the sushi. Um, it kind of reminds me when I went on my honeymoon to the Bahamas at the Sandals Resort, everything was inclusive as well. And you'd go to these restaurants and I, I want to hear your opinion on it because it's kind of it's kind of weird and it's kind of weird feeling. You would sit down, order anything you want on the menu. And like you said, you can order as much as you want and they don't care. And then you finish eating and you just get up and leave. You don't pay for anything. And it's awkward because I'm so used to like getting a check or like paying. It almost feels like you're like dining and dashing. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Well, no, because I'm filthy rich and they just bill my tab. But I, I can understand <laughs> where the commoner would, would feel that. No, I, I, I completely get it. I, I also felt that way. Um, you, you know, a, a very similar situation. I have my CPL. Uh, it's where I can carry a gun out in public. So watch out if you ever figure out who I am. Uh, I'm a pro Second Amendment guy for sure. But I had the same feeling when I went to a gas station for the first time with my gun on me. It was like so bizarre. And I I know that nothing was going to happen. But part of me was like, are you going to rob this place, Logan? And, and like you felt bad. Um, so yeah, it, it was, it was interesting, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. So when you go, when you're on the cruise ship and, and you finish your meal, just getting up and leaving, something just feels wrong about that. But when you're booking these cruises, you can also, um, get a package that's called, or, or includes gratuities, which is tips and things like that. So you wouldn't even leave a tip on the table if you bought that package, which is what we did. Um, so yeah, you legitimately just get up and leave. Yeah, I, I understand what you mean. It's very, very strange. It's very bizarre. You feel like you're doing something super illegal. Um, but after the first day, you kind of get used to it. And you're like, yeah, you know what? I don't care. I'm in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, know, you start acting like you're uh, a millionaire. Greatest thing on there, right? <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Thank you. See you. <laughs> yes. We're all good. Put it under my room number. <laughs> I want another one. Mm-hmm. And that's how they yeah. do everything is by room number. <laughs> so if you order beer or if you order drinks, obviously those you have to pay for. And you can get a drink package. Um, but a lot of times they'll just take your room card, which is how they charge everything to you. And if you either have a credit on your card, they'll just swipe that and pay for it that way. Or you can pay with cash. But usually a number of your things are done via your room card. Okay, yeah, that's cool. So with that being said, I'll just use your you card. You are not getting so, my card. Um, I'll just I'll I'll transfer my money for the ticket to your card, but you can put your card for my room, so that when I'm there, um, you know, I can get some drinks and yeah. not have to worry about you know, it. So that'd be my, good. My father gave me a small personal loan of a billion dollars. I will I will do that for you. Um, <laughs> I will because I'm totally rich. I will totally do that for you. Uh, but yeah, so there, there's, there's a little bit about cruises. One of my favorite things about the cruise, well, I guess a few things that, that I really enjoyed about the cruise was the fact that you're out in the middle of nowhere, right? You're in the middle of the ocean. Actually, on our cruise, we ended up going through the Bermuda Triangle. And it's so astonishing because they have this thing called the Serenity Deck where no kids are allowed up there, only adults. And my wife and I, after we would eat at the diner for free and and get up we would go to and this was usually our routine we'd go to the comedy show and watch the like 10 o'clock version or the adult version of the comedy show and then we would go upstairs onto the lido deck 
uh, and then onto the Serenity deck and actually getting like a hot tub by ourselves. And like one of the days, I bet you we did this like three or four times. One of the days, nobody else was even on the same deck as us. Um, and then the other two days, there's only like four people on there, but there was so much room. You didn't feel like anybody was around you. And it was just very, very surreal. Um, and to get chick for a moment, it was just really, really beautiful, like being out in the middle of nowhere and being under the stars uh, with just my wife. It, it was just amazing. It was something that I'll never forget. Uh, one of the other things that really caught me off guard was um, they have these movies that they run every night that is on just a very, very large screen. And a lot of people will go up to the deck and they'll just watch the movie. If you fall asleep, they'll, they'll take care of you. Um, they'll bring you blankets and like popcorn if you ask, but that it's just really strange to think about. You're in the middle of the ocean. There's no lights around you other than the moon. All you hear is the waves and you're watching a movie. It, it's just really, really weird. Yeah, there's, it seems like it would be. Um, so is there like a, like a, what, what am I trying to think? Like a curfew? Like, is there a certain time where, like, the servers aren't serving you? Like, do you have to be in your room at a certain I time? I know. I, it's hard to say. I know that, like, the diner, I believe, shuts down at a certain time. And, like, the comedy club does. But usually late at night, like, the pizza joint would open. And you can always order that and get that to your room. Um, I don't know about, like, drinks and stuff. Because they have a casino on it. Like, the, the ship that we went on. Other than the food places, had a casino on it, had a track, had a basketball court on the top deck, had just a variety of things that you could do. Had like a candy shop um, and had like a jewelry shop on it, I believe, as well. So, and, oh, and they also had a, a theater that like theatrical plays were being done every night um, along with like the comedy plays. So I don't know what the curfew was for all these. I was never kicked out of anywhere. Um, and I was up very late multiple times why are you laughing <laughs> the, the only place you're probably kicked Don't out at the roller coaster damn it <laughs> no the uh the theater because you had to get the <laughs> you had to get the back row because a long <laughs> Oh man, this is a weird podcast. I just can't get over that whole long neck thing, man. It's it's too much. I really don't. (laughs) I don't have, and I'm my feet aren't inches from my head either. So, (laughs) but (laughs) you could have fooled me. But uh, that's what's funny, man. Every time, like every time you were saying something, all I could picture was that. And I just I had to say I something. You again, laughing, so. But I'm like, but, surely he's not because we're professionals. Um, yeah. Exactly. We're professionals until we had to do this five times. So, yeah, this one's <laughs> going to be a unique one. And it might be fun. I mean, it's fun listening to people like laugh at certain things. And sometimes even people's laughs like are so funny to, that you can't help but laugh. So I'm if hoping it, it has an effect big swing and a <laughs> because <mess. laughs> it is definitely unique <laughs> and it is what it is. But if you want more of a serious one, the next couple of them are going to be a lot more serious because they're new topics for us. 
So it's not going to be thinking of funny, dumb things to say yeah, on top and, of it. And that's because we've regurgitated <laughs> this information three times. We've legitimately done this podcast multiple times. Uh, two of them talking about cruises now, or I don't even know how many. It's been, I have no idea. But we've said the same things, and so we're trying yeah. to like break it up, make each other laugh. Uh, but in all seriousness, cruise ships are they're a great way um, to travel. They're very, very affordable for both the average Joe and the rich person like myself. Uh, I would highly recommend going on cruises. And a lot of these islands, you know, they're not large enough to have any, you know, sort of like manufacturing plants on them, or they they can't really set up their economy around agriculture because there's just not a lot of land. And even so, the land isn't conducive for, you know, a variety of like plants or things to grow. So a lot of these islands, you know, their main source of income is from tourism and, and tourists. So I would highly recommend doing it. Um, if you've ever thought about going on a cruise ship, I'm telling you it's worth it, especially if you have fun people to go with you. Um, you know, it, it's a blast. So I would, I would highly recommend it. Um, and who knows, maybe come 2022 um, on this cruise ship, if, if you can somehow manage to nail down the days that, that I'm not going to be saying, you might see Austin and I on this cruise together at the bar hanging out. Um, but yeah, it, this being that we've regurgitated this information, it's, I almost feel like, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm drunk or something. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like it feels. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like it's, like you yes. shouldn't be talking about it again. It just doesn't yes. feel right. But uh, yeah, it's uh yeah, it's it's it feels it feels like we've just been talking to ourselves the past few days. <laughs> but uh, we're going to have more um, informed podcasts. We're going to have podcasts that you learn things about. Unfortunately, this was neither. <laughs> this was one that we're <laughs> you've learned something, and and guess what? I have another topic with this cruise line what? that you were just talking about. You also mentioned. You also mentioned how the cruises are really bad for the environment, I, not, right? Not on this one, but in the, before. Not yes. in this one. No, no, no. I'm talking about, yes, I'm talking about the last one. All right. But you, you kind of were talking about the same thing, how much revenue it brings to all these islands and how it helps um, these people survive. Um, it, literally, you, you support them by doing this. Now, you also, I mean, you can go on and talk about, you know, we don't even get into the details, but... The cruise ships are not great for the environment. They where do they produce? I, I, so I read an article not too long ago that I believe it was the top fifteen largest cruise ships in the world um, produce more pollution than all of the cars in the world. So fifteen cruise ships mm-hmm. produce more pollution than I, I believe it's either fifteen or twenty. Um, produce more pollution than all mm-hmm. of the cars in the world, which is substantial. And, and it's something that I think we could absolutely take steps and improve on. Um, yeah. So yeah, they, they do some bad things. Yeah. And you know, that brings me to what I was getting at was this is a great ethics topic, right? If you're a global warming activist or whatever, um, or even anyone from the left, 
<laughs> but yeah, so if you are, then you are looking at a scenario where you're gonna you want you don't want these cruise ships on there anymore because of all this pollution. But now you're not feeding the families on these islands. So what do you do in a situation like that? I can't think of any anything better than that as an ethics like topic. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with like the train. Would you save this person to would you right. save kill one person to save three people? Yeah. Things like that. It's kind of similar. So why don't you think about that for a second and uh figure out what you do. I, yeah, <laughs> it's like a would you rather. Would you rather support you know the the economies of these islands or um boycott these cruise lines, you know, because of the amount of pollution. And, you know, if, I'm sure that they're aware, and I know that they're probably taking steps since I'm a sales rep for them, um, or at least Carnival's taking steps in the right direction. Um, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. Unfortunately, just about everything's going to produce some form of pollution when it comes to transportation other than, like, bikes, or, well, bicycles, I should say. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a would you rather topic, um, but you will never know if you like it until you try it. Uh, a, a very wise man once said, don't knock it till you try it. Um, so yeah, feel free and, and let us know uh, at our email address that is declamation of independence at gmail.com. Please reach back out to us. Let us know if you have been on a cruise. If so, what your experience was, what your favorite part was, what your least favorite part was. Give Austin some ideas. Um, and speaking of ideas, one of the things that's going to be coming up here in one of our next podcasts is March Madness. That, that's coming up, and I know that we talked about it on our last podcast in 2014, um, doing a bonus episode where um, – People, you guys, the listeners, can submit your bracket to our email, which is declamationofindependence at gmail.com. Submit your bracket to our email, and the winner or the person who has the most accurate bracket is going to get a prize from one of us, or both of us, I guess would be a better way to put it. You will get a prize from us. Um, so feel free to submit your March Madness brackets because Selection Sunday is this Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, a lot of conference tournaments are going on right now. And, yeah, this Sunday they pick the final rankings, I guess, for the uh, tournament. So, yeah, it's uh, – and I don't think it starts until next Thursday. So we have some time. We'll, we'll have, like, a bonus episode that goes over after Selection Sunday. All the teams and kind of what we think and our opinions on each team, each game – um, who we're going to think is going to make it that far, maybe even just the final four and then save the championship for another time. But uh, yeah, we'll give our opinion. So you can either listen to what we say or you can completely ignore <laughs> what we say and pick whatever team you want, which would probably be better because I've, I don't think I've ever done that well in the brackets. And I don't see, well, and there's, I'm always like a, we're going to start talking about this, which we're going to probably talk about another time, but I'm always a person that sits there and looks at an upset. Like, I'm like, okay, there's got to be an upset. And now I have way too many upsets right. on there that don't happen. I remember, <laughs> so that's my problem. Me a couple of years ago when we, when me, you, and, and one of our friends 
did the March Madness bracket. When I called, I still remember it was um, it was Syracuse. I think they were an 11th seed at the time, beating MSU. And I called that, and you were like, mm. "How in the heck did you know that Syracuse was going to beat MSU?" Uh, so yeah, it, it is. It's extremely hard for those of you who don't know. It's college basketball. It's extremely hard to get an accurate back, uh, bracket, and almost impossible to get an entirely correct bracket. Um, millions of people play this and do this every year, and I don't even know if there's like one winner a year. There might not even be that many. I don't think so. There's there's no yeah. Way. It's it's sort of like, like chess, where like the first four moves, you know, there's four gazillion options or whatever that you could do. It's similar. Like there's a variety of things that could go wrong, um, but. We would like you guys to submit your brackets to our email. Again, declamationofindependence at gmail.com. Um, and the winner or whoever has the most accurate bracket is going to be receiving a prize from us. So please get those in. Um, but other than that, Austin, one of the things that we did talk about on our last podcast forever ago was this new tradition of saying things you love and things you hate. So what, what's one thing you love and one thing you hate, Austin? Yeah, so after doing this um, <laughs> 10 times, um, the one thing I love is I'm sticking to Michigan State things right now just because that's the biggest topic for me at the moment. Um, yeah, the... Uh, Basketball, Michigan State basketball, the boys are back. They uh, went like four games in a row, knocking out, knocking off like top teams um, after everyone counted them out. And now they're Big Ten champs um, three times in a row. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I love right now. It's, it's going good for them. And, of course, you know, Izzo always steps it up in March. It's always January, February, Izzo, April. That's how it is. It's not March anymore. It's Izzo. So even when we had bad teams, they've always done something in the tournament. So, and they've had bad <coughs> times, yeah, but majority, yes. Exactly. There's been bad times, but you can't even hang up as many banners, like Final Four ones, in the freaking arena anymore because he's had so many. Although we haven't finished it, we've always got there, and it's always – March, but you know what? That sticks. To, I stand by that. March, April is when the championship games start, and we don't do too well. So March, yeah, I still stand March behind that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, March is Izzo. It's not March anymore. It's just Izzo, and I actually have a shirt that says that. But um, yeah, and then what I hate is uh, obviously this whole coronavirus and stuff that's going on. I hate how people like to turn it into political issues. And they seem to, like, blame President Trump on everything <laughs> that you can't control. <laughs> so I hate that. That's annoying to me that people sit there and try to find anything they can just to make him look look bad. Or they just can't think that, oh, it's just happening. Like, it's something that you can't control. I mean, it is what it is. So, yeah, yeah that's what I hate. It's not like he created the virus. And it's not like... You know, people are kind of leaning on him like like he needs to cure cancer almost. You know what I mean? They're, they're like, oh, gosh, Trump, you know, he mm-hmm. really needs to do something about this. But he's the president. He's not a scientist. By no means is he anywhere even remotely 
closely qualified to, to try and handle um, curing such disease that's, that's brand new to us. But yeah, I, very good. So basically what you're saying is one thing that you love is MSU and the thing that you hate is political. Shocker for, for the listeners at home. Yeah, so mine's a little bit different. Um, one thing that I love is the ability to go outside and harvest and to gather your own food. I love outdoor activities such as hunting and fishing. Uh, what, what got me thinking about this was the other day in Michigan, it was actually 40 degrees and sunny out. So my wife and I had, did you just clap? <laughs> did, did you just do like a, a commiserable clap? In any case, my wife and I were outside and we used our grill for the first time, cooked venison burgers, and it made me think, um, you know, just how fortunate we are to, to come out and hunt um, and to fish and to gather our food in that way. Um, one of the things that I hate is just how long it takes mounts to get back. Um, now, for those of you who don't know, mounting meaning taxidermy, where they stuff dead animals or do some sort of things with them. So I, uh, I'm not going to say that I know when I killed my deer because that would be kind of creepy. But on October 27th, I shot my deer and he was in the taxidermist place not even a week later. So it's been over six months and I know that it takes some time before they finish. Um, but one thing that I hate is just how long that takes that process. Um, so I'm just ready and waiting for any day them to shoot me a call and say, hey, Logan, your buck's ready. Come pick him up. Because I, I really want to see him again. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... Uh, that's crazy how long that takes. Like, you wouldn't think that it would be that way. But... uh, And because it's shit, all this is stuff well, in the head, right? I mean, it's it's just from the neck to the head. I mean, it's, it's not like it's the whole no, freaking deer. No, I didn't deer. do that. That's a shoulder mount. I didn't even get that. I just got a skull mount. <laughs> With... Really? So it's just it, it it's just a what do you mean just a skull mount? So is it just the uh, like right. there's no hair or anything on it? It's, it's just a skull, skull with the antlers. I do have it dipped. So have you ever heard of like people like dipping guns or um, I, I think it's called I don't know what it's it's like hydro dipping. No, so they they no. do like car hoods and with guns and uh, things like that. It's where they have like this water and you lower something into it and then you pull it out and it has like that decal on it. Um, so yeah, I'm hmm. having his skull dipped in like a white camo, and that takes a little bit longer. So yeah, it, it's going to be beautiful when it comes back because I have it offset with like a a dark wood uh, board that it's going to be on. Um, so yeah, it's going to have like white camo for its skull. Um, and then obviously it's mm. antlers are going to be there and then, um, it'll be on a dark wood. So contrasting, um, but yeah, I, I didn't even have a shoulder mount. I just have a skull mount, but it is being dipped so I can see, I forget what it's called. I think it, I, it might be hydro dipping, but somebody out there listening has to know what I'm talking about. They do it with guns. They do it with, uh, is that what they do with like like cups like yeti yeah, cups they yeah, dip it yeah. and it like yeah. it, like it color yeah, coats it essentially some sort okay of decal or or yeah yep that's yeah okay that makes sense so yeah, that's cool man if I can ever see it so yeah that's one thing that I hate is the time <laughs> um, speaking of traditions Austin 
one thing that we have always stuck true to when we do actually put out podcasts is um, you you let the listeners know where they can find our podcasts. So where are some of the sites that they can find them at? Yeah, well, I mean, we don't want you to listen to this podcast because it's been a disaster. But um, if you do want to listen to it, (laughs) or actually, you know what? You already have listened to it because if you're listening to this, unless you skip to the end, which is probably smart, um, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Breaker app, Radio Public, Pandora, and there's a few other ones out there as well. So if you go on there and you can't find us, just um, shoot us an email, um, and I'll have the email listed on the description so it's easy for you just to click on um just go to email and tell us that you can't find us and i'll go and add us to that um, platform good. and just to confirm i know that you're going to be including it but that email address is declamation of independence at gmail.com um, <clears throat> again that's also the, um, the the code that you can put in at carnival cruise and receive 10 percent off um, but in any case if you guys are here with us now, you're a saint. Thank you for listening so far. This has been our fourth or fifth time recording this. I feel just delirious. Um, but thank you guys for making it this far. Next time we're going to be back with a <laughs> more interesting topic. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye.